Welcome to Growing in His Word, man. God bless you guys. Listen, this morning, man, we're going to have a radical study, man. Listen, last week, Paul was, you know, they, they were in chapter 14 and 15. They pretty much in chapter 14, 11, verse 20, you know, Paul's encouraging in, the, in, the, in, in wisdom in the face of the obstacles. But he was pretty much worshipped as a god. <laughs> and it's crazy because he's just doing what God has told him to do and be obedient. What Jesus told them to do is to spread the word of God, man. And they're treating him like he's some kind of God. And he's like, whoa, unto that, man. I don't know about that. But listen, this week we're going to see some radical stuff. We're going to see Paul get arrested, beat down. It's crazy, man. You guys, I hope you're ready, man, because I'm ready, man. God bless you. Father, we come before you in your name, Jesus, by your Holy Spirit, Lord. We thank you for this time, Lord. Lord, we're excited about you because... Lord, you, you were excited about us. I mean, you died for us. It's about getting out there and loving on others. And Lord, time is short, Father, and we know that you're here. So Lord, speak to us through your word in Jesus' holy name. Amen. God bless you guys. And listen, welcome to Growing in His Word podcast. This podcast is led by the Holy Spirit, driven by Jesus Christ. And we're going to have some radical fun today. Last week was crazy, man, because listen, Paul was was talking about circumcision. A lot of the Jews were upset about circumcisions, about, you know, keeping the law of circumcision. But 15 and 16, you know, mostly in 15, you know, it talks about where a lot of the Jews were coming to Christ, but a lot of the other Jews were saying, hey man, we can't have them come without going through Moses. And see, Moses was just a guide stick for Jesus Christ to come back and, and guide us to the truth. Which, you know, well, basically Moses was, he was, a, he was a guide. He was a guide like the alphabet. And Jesus came along and died for us on the cross. And why we were introduced to grace. Isn't that radical? <laughs> that we are saved by grace and through faith. We have Jesus Christ as our father. And that no matter what kind of sins we have in our life, God will cleanse these sins and restore us and make us new. The church is growing like crazy. The Holy Spirit's working, man. And this book of Acts is so alive today. It's like it's just fresh, man, from 2,000-something years ago. But verse 16, chapter 16 says, Then he came to Derby. No, it wasn't a racing place. It was, he came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy. Now, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed but his father was Greek. He was well spoken of by the brethren who were in Lystra and Iconium. And verse 3 says, Paul wanted to have him go with him. Of course he did. Paul wanted everybody to go with him who wanted to have Christ. And who, he was on fire for Jesus. Listen, he wanted to have him go on him, go on with him. And he took him and circumcised them because of the Jews who were in that region. These guys were probably really mad and radical about circumcision, you know? You see, Paul didn't matter either way, circumcision. It was of the heart, not of the foreskin. But Jesus said grace for grace. Listen, he took him and circumcised them because in the Jewish law, in the halacha, Timothy should have been circumcised and raised a Jew even with a Gentile father. But, listen, 
In the Greek law, the father dominated the home. So, the fact that Timothy was an uncircumcised Jew would have limited his effectiveness in the ministry to the Jewish Christians. That was the problem of that time. And they were arguing, like I said in the beginning, they wanted to become more like Moses. They're going back to that Moses law, the Mosaic law. And that was the problem in the church. And we see that sort of problem today. We see that problem today in certain other areas. And if it's not circumcision, it's something else. It's, you know, he's more holier than I am. He reads the Bible more. Or whatever it may be. Either way, Paul was like, all right, man, let's do it. So he gets circumcised and said, check it out. The fact is that Timothy was an uncircumcised Jew. It pretty much limited his effectiveness in the ministry to the Jewish Christians. Salvation was not the issue here. But listen, instead, Timothy became circumcised so that God could use him to reach all people, even the Jews. Paul said, I became a, 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 a Jew to the Jews. I became all things for Christ. Listen, with the, with the message of the gospel, basically, he wanted to take this message and reach as many people as they could. And if he was circumcised, it would go further because they would say, well, you're not circumcised. Why should we listen to you? Whatever it takes to get God's word and have it effective in other people's life. I'm not trying to say go go sit with the enemy. That's not what Paul's saying. He's not saying to go sin. Certainly not. You know, this is a custom of a of a of a certain issue for a certain time that happened in the Bible. I mean, years ago, I was at this rock concert, you know, and I seen this guy, man. He just had this long hair, man. You know, it was like wow. Big old heavy metal chains and wow, man. He's like, what's up, bro? And like, wow, you don't smoke marijuana? You don't do drugs, nothing like that? I, I mean, because I don't. I'm just here to enjoy the show. I, I'm drinking a little bit of alcohol, but, you know, same thing anyways. But the guy was sitting there, you know, and yeah, man. Wow. I go, man, you know, how come you don't know the words of the song? Oh, man, because, you know... I just want to fit in. I bought a jacket, man, a leather jacket and some boots and some long hair, man. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of weird. Okay. But uh, later on, he takes me to his concert and it was a Striper concert. You know, Striper. Yeah, it looked like uh, all heavy metalers, man. Woo, yeah, rock and roll, man. But it's like, Jesus came and he died on the cross, man. And wow. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty trippy. That's the kind of same thing, man, we're seeing here with Paul. And, you know, Timothy, we're seeing the, the circumcisions happening for a reason to bring someone to Christ. And that's what it's about. It's not, yeah, even though the heavy metal rocker was there, he wasn't partying or smoking dope or drinking booze, but he was taking people to striper concerts. And I was laughing. And he was giving them yellow albums. Wow, dude, yellow albums, striper, wow. Man, he was uncircum he was circumcising the albums. I mean, that's what it was basically it's what we have here. So he was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra in Iconium. So Paul wanted to have him go on with him. And he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in that region, for they all knew that his father was Greek, 
And as they went through the cities, they delivered to them the decree to keep, which were determined by the apostles and the elders at Jerusalem. Okay, interesting. Verse 5 says, So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in the number daily. See? So here we have the, the things are rolling back to normal now. Things are, things are coming back and, and God's working now. And so we go to verse 6 the uh, Macedonian call, and where, now when they had gone through uh, Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Now listen, remember that. Mark your Bibles where it says, forbidden by the Holy Spirit. That's the key here. Remember, the spirit in Greek means pneuma. And you know that Timothy knew that. (laughs) He was ready. See, the Holy Spirit knows where we go in life. He knows what direction we're going to take, and He's with us. Remember the helper I talked to you last week about? So the Holy Spirit's telling you not to go somewhere. Don't go. And it's not because the Holy Spirit doesn't want Paul to go to Asia. It was at that time, at that moment, that route, the Holy Spirit didn't want him to go a certain direction. And when we go a certain direction, the Holy Spirit doesn't want us to go. We really go into trouble. It's like, you know, it's we want to do things in life, but Jesus says, no, it's not about you. It's about where I want you to be, where I want you to be. And you're thinking, you know what? How do we, how do I follow the Lord, man? And I get this question all the time. People don't read and listen to the Holy Spirit. So they say, listen. They say, well, how do I know that the Lord's talking to me? Or how do I know, well, he tells you not to go somewhere. Don't go somewhere. You know. Okay? He convicts you. Okay? And so, you're driving by in the neighborhood, and you don't do things that God doesn't want you to do. Meaning, uh, be disobedient to the calling of the Lord. If he says, stop here, witness to people, stop, witness, do what God's called you to do. But, but don't fight with the Holy Spirit or you're going to have trouble. It's just crazy, man. We got to listen to the Holy Spirit. See, Paul didn't contradict his belief because of that circumcision or, or from the council when Timothy uh, was circumcised because Paul, Paul did this not for Timothy's salvation or right to standing with God, but so that Timothy's status as a non-circumcised man from the Jewish mother would not hinder their work among the Jews in the synagogues. Paul did things for the sake of love that he would not do for the sake of trying to please God through legalism. Paul insisted that Titus, you know, a Gentile co-worker, did not have to be circumcised in Galatians chapter 2. But we see the Jewish law was just a guide stick for Christ. Paul saw it as being a good Christian, but it didn't mean being a bad Jew, you know? So the work is... You know, here is is we've seen that, but but what I'm concerned about mostly is believers not listening to the Holy Spirit, and so you know we normally think that God wants us to you know just you know chill out and have that relationship with Him and yada yada yada, but Jesus is saying go out, and it's hard to go out when we don't have a plan, but Jesus Christ is the plan in our life. Listen, the Holy Spirit 
we must be in tune with the Holy Spirit. And I talked about that last week. And so you guys need to catch that sermon last week. It was radical, man. So they basically try to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. After the attempt to go to Asia, Paul sought to go north into Bithynia, but was again prevented by the Holy Spirit. So they came down to Tros, you see. And Paul didn't set out to go to Tros. It was at least the third choice for him, but it was the Holy Spirit's plan to lead him there. You see, he allowed him to lead him there, okay? And so Paul was very responsive to the Holy Spirit, was willing to lay down his, 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 his will and his plans for the direction that the Holy Spirit brings. And it's radical because if you, if you listen to the Holy Spirit, your life will change. But Paul was uh, guided by a little bit of hindrance, and the Holy Spirit often guides as much by, by the closing of doors as he does by opening doors. And we see that today. And so, you know, we can see how the Holy Spirit has a different plan for different things at different seasons and different reasons in our life. Cars break down. Things happen. God doesn't want you in certain areas because he's wanting to do work in your own life so that God can work in your life and people can see that. Or you could be somewhere where someone's in need. For instance, your car breaks down and you need to be somewhere. God stops it and halts it because he doesn't want you. Because he wants you to have a better job or a better thing. Or something better that will better your life and the life of others around you. This is how the Holy Spirit works. Remember, the Holy Spirit is a helper. Our helper. Okay? And so... It's amazing because God wants to help us, but we don't let us help us when we fight against the Holy Spirit. We don't let him help us. It actually hinders what he's doing. And Paul is saying, okay, this isn't the road you want me on right now, God, for now, but we'll catch up later. Where do you want me now? You see, walking in the Holy Spirit, living in the Holy Spirit is what it's about. And we're sinners. We fall short. God knows this. Some people say bad words. It's their struggle. God knows it. You know, the book of James says that the mouth is like a member of hell set on fire, the tongue. You can't tame your tongue. God has to tame it for you. And how do you become more tame through your filthy mouth, your filthy tongue? Well, it's by being obedient. You must be more obedient to Jesus. Look it, this isn't the tickle my ear message. This is straight growing in his word. We are growing in God's word together so that we know how to stay together and love one another and be there for another. Listen, it's about Jesus Christ and what we do with him and loving others. Even though they're sinners like us, we got to set that Christ loving attitude wherever we go and live it. So now when they had gone through uh, for, uh, Phrygia, I'd say Phrygia, but it's it's uh, Phrygia or whatever it might be. So I just, you know, in the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mysia, they 
tried, in, like I said, they tried to go to, to uh, Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So, so passing by Mysia, they came down to Tros, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Interesting. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately he went sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. So a door opened. One closed, one opened. Let's see what happens. You may think, wow, that's a nasty door that just opened. Well, there's nastiness doors that open in our lives, but there's prizes in the end. Persecution brings relief, believe it or not, because when we're comfortable in life, we have all the things we need. We just, why serve God? You see? Sometimes trials and things get our attention so that we can keep our eyes on Christ. I know it's sad as it sounds, but if we have everything that we need in life, we're never going to be happy. You may think that, oh, you're on a good one, man. No, listen, I know, I know millionaires. I know people that are rich. I know people that are famous. I know people that are, and you know what? I'm not gonna, I don't need to say names. They're miserable. Because they don't have Christ. You can have everything, but if you don't have Christ and the peace that surpasses all understanding, you're never going to understand what I'm talking about. And so we can see, man, where it's coming together, man, with the glue sticking on the rod here. Watch, check this out, man. This is amazing because, you know, verse 11 says, you know, actually, verse 10 says, Now after they have seen the vision, immediately we went south, uh, south to go out to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Now watch this. Verse 11 says, Therefore, sailing from Troas, okay, we ran straight, a straight course, to Samthras, okay? It's Samothras, okay? And the next day, we came to Nepalis and from there to Philippi. Now, this is where the most, this is the foremost city of that part of Macedonia. It's a colony, listen. And we were staying in that city for some days. And verse 13 says, and on the Sabbath day, we went out of the city to the riverside, okay? Where prayer was customarily made and we sat down and spoke to the woman who met there, okay? Now, a certain woman named Lydia heard us, and she was a seller of purple. Man, it's almost like a Grateful Dead concert, you know? She's selling... I'm just kidding. Listen, you know, Riverside and all that, but here's the deal. Listen, okay, so from the city of uh, Thyteria, where, uh, who worshipped God. Now, listen to this. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. Now, now the seed's coming in. Riverside's right here. You know, Greg Laurie's over there. I'm just kidding. Riverside's right there. The seed's right there. Her heart's open. Now we see the Holy Spirit working. Now we see the we see uh, Philippi because it was a commercial center in Macedonia, and it's basically. It was a big influence in that city. And so by preaching Jesus Christ there, it would spread faster. This is why Jesus and the Holy Spirit wanted him to move on because he had 
bigger things. Listen, he's going to talk to this woman. Her heart, her heart is open. Listen, God will send you and divert you away from things just to talk to that one person because that one person can end up changing the lives of millions of people. You see him working? You see the Holy Spirit working? Listen, you can invest in one person and that one person can be that Paul the Apostle. I've seen it. You don't just give people the gospel. You plug them in. And eventually, they spread the gospel, they spread the gospel, and the Lord gets the glory. I mean, that the town, Thyatira, was, it was, it was well known for the purple dyes, man. They had clothes. They were, they, you know, clothes dyeing. Purple dye, you know, it, you know, they drop by drop, you know, from a certain sailfish because it was so expensive. Purple dye was used on garments by the Rome, by the royalty families. Here she was sitting there, you know, a seller of purple from the city of, you know, Thyatira, who worshipped God, and the Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. And when she had, and and. And when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So, check this out. She persuaded us, it says. And now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl, possessed with the spirit of, of uh, divination... Met us, who brought her masters much profit by for, by fortune telling. Okay, here we get we're getting into that weird stuff, man. Again, we're getting into that uh, fortune tellers. You ever see those guys on TV? Crazy, you know. They get on TV and they 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 pick people out of the crowd, you know. And they, um, I see that you have a sister, and um, she just passed. Is that true? No, I'm sorry, it's a relative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, dude. Someone died in her family. Everybody has a death in their family. And uh, I think she's uh, she's calling out your name. Uh, I got an L from somewhere. Is there an L? Oh, yeah. My Aunt Lucy. I mean, dude, come on, bro. Get over it. Listen, quit calling people. I mean, it's it's what we got, you know, today, man. We get con artists. You know, they're, they're, it's just amazing. You know, there's oh, you can't teach a new trick to a dog. I mean, you know, a dog a new give a dog a new trick. Listen, it's about Jesus. You know, verse sixteen says, "Now it happened as you know, we went to prayer for, uh, to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us." Listen to this. This gets interesting because, you know, it was this, it was a spirit of Python in the Greek. You know, it. it, it the python was a mythical serpent killed by Apollo. And so, you know, who took both the serpent's gift of, predict, of uh, predictions and sometimes its its form. So Apollo became known as Pythian Apollo. And so here we get into the college of this chapter here. It's interesting because Paul was bitten by a serpent. Remember that? But we're going to go on to this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is crazy. So basically, the force that was controlling her was controlled by an evil force. It was demonic. And, you know, it, basically, the girl, verse 17, the girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, These men are the serpents of the Most High God who proclaimed to us the way of salvation. Check this out. And this 
She did for many days, but Paul greatly was, he was annoyed. He turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. Boom. Verse 19 says, but when her masters saw that, but when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged him into the marketplace to the authorities. This gets interesting because next week we're going to get into it. But this week we're going to stay out of it because it's very, very interesting. Listen, we need to be slaves of Jesus. We need to be, he's our master, okay? And we need to be obedient because, you know, time is short. And Paul knows this. He knew it. I mean, it's crazy because they're going to get beaten for this. You know, they're going to say, yeah, this is not against our, this is against our customs, man. This chick's causing trouble already for them. It's annoying, but persecution's going to come. They're going to get beat. And as believers, we're beaten down every day with trials. I get it, but we got to continue. Next week, we're going to talk about that. Listen, we don't need to be beat down. It's our choice. We got to go where the Holy Spirit sends us. Listen. Jesus Christ wants to send you somewhere today. He wants you to know that he's in control. We don't have to worry about tomorrow. We don't have to worry about bills. Listen, will you trust in the Holy Spirit today and say, Father, I trust in you. Lord, I love you. Lord Jesus, I know you're going to be there for me and meet my needs. This is what it's about. Paul was bringing out the gospel to the world You know, we believers need to understand it's about Jesus and what we do with him. Look, I know you're going through issues. I know you're going through trials. I get it. I get the emails. I'm praying for you. I've been there. It's, 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 you just got to continue. Stay in the faith, you know, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. God is always ready and waiting for you to persuade, pursue Him. No matter how challenging you feel in the season in your life, His love is far much greater than you can ever imagine. Seek His kingdom and He'll, he'll welcome you with open arms. You know, Isaiah 40, 31, man, those who, will, who, those, who, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Listen, they will soar. Like wings, like eagles, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Jesus is our hope. And when we hope and have faith in Him, He renews our strength. 1 Corinthians 16, 13, 14. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Do everything in love. Because Jesus loves us. He wants us to love others. While we lived on this earth, everything that Jesus did was done in love. Following his example in approaching every challenge with love produces fruits and fruitless in our lives. Romans 16, I'm sorry, Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. Paul wanted us to do that. And may the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. As you continue, listen, to place your trust in Jesus Christ, He will continue to fill your heart with joy, peace, and a hope that overflows into the lives of people 
around you. They'll say, wow, look at this guy. How much love he has. I want that. And, and Corinthians chapter 13, 13 says, listen, and, and now these things, three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest gift, the greatest of these is love. Listen, and now these three remain. Believers, listen, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Because when we surrender our troubles and our trials to Jesus Christ, we're able to live with an abundance of faith. Hope and love. Listen, that can only come from Jesus Christ. And finally, be still and know that I am God. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. God's voice is comfort to all of us who hear it. Sometimes it, it all takes, you know, it, it all takes to feel his presence in a few moments of silence in stillness but he's there even when you don't think he's there he's there God is in your life when you don't even know he's there you don't see it but he's there and he's there knowing that he loves you and you love him Father we come before you we thank you for this love that you've given us and Lord as we go on next week to talk about the slave and the slave girl and and the uh, you know the beatings that they're going to endure Father we pray that you continue to bless growing in his word what an honor and a, and a radical study that we have, Father, that we can continue to study and love you, Lord, and, and be here. Father, we pray for the believers right now in New Jersey, New York, Nigeria, Kenya, all around the world, Father, who are listening to this program. Bless them, Father. Be with them, Lord. Send the, the, the help that they need, Father, right now in their churches and their Bible studies. Lord, continue to bless them in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys for growing with uh, coming to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys. And listen, next week we're going to talk about Paul and how he gets persecuted. We're going to talk about that beatdown that he gets for Jesus and the slave girl and, and how he was greatly annoyed because the girl was was basically, you know, causing a, a big old wave, man. Listen. Jesus loves you, man. And even though they're getting beaten with rods and and, and, and they're literally, <laughs> man, it's going to be bad. It's going to be a flogging. But Paul's going to experience, you know, Roman, you know, persecution, beatings, wooden rods. But we're going to continue to sing and praise the Lord in Jesus' name. God bless you guys and thank you for growing in his word.